you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Oh my God, the future is coming. Make it brighter with Squarespace. Squarespace makes it easy to turn your idea into a unique website, showcase your work, blog or publish content, even sell products and services of all kinds in just a few checkers, clicks. You can customize everything, everything from look and feel to settings and products, products using beautiful templates created by world-class designers uh courts of thunder how's that coming along greg well one of our listeners stole courts of thunder.com and <laughs> we're now in litigation to get it back well that seems so predictable that seems highly predictable <laughs> and here's the good news nothing to install patch or upgrade ever so head to squarespace.com for a free trial and when you're ready to launch use the offer code around to save 10 percent off your first purchase of a website or domain squarespace baby the Around the NFL podcast takes no days off. Welcome back to another edition of the Around the NFL podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I am joined uh, by a room that's teeming with heroes. Mark Sessler, Chris Wessling, Connie Fox, and Greg Rosenthal. What's up, people? Hey, Dan. Hey, hey. Hi, hi, hi. What's up? I'm actually only uh, answering to cute boy now after what Mark <laughs> called me in the last show. Cute boy's that, catching on. That's my new. <laughs> Hashtag my new cute name. boy. At some point when we start putting out um, official Around the NFL podcast merch, there's got to be a cute boy shirt with Greg's face on it. <laughs> no doubt. Yes, please. It's picking up steam uh, in the viral airwaves. Of the internet. <laughs> Is that what they call them? I guess so. <laughs> Are you a scientist? I don't know what's happening. Uh, yes. This is our third show in as many days, and I was thinking about it this morning. I don't know if we've ever done that before. Right? I don't think so. We have yeah. not. So Workaholics, th- you guys. Yeah. No Take a days day off, off, baby. Thank God we did a show yesterday. <laughs> Belichick, he works no once a week. Days off. <laughs> guy's Sundays. on his boat no right now. Yeah. He's off. on seven rings. No Where are we? Off. 
Still grinding in the studio. Belichick's like, let's see if another Patriots player can escape New England and go somewhere else. <laughs> we'll get to that. Greg's getting noivous to my right. He's getting noivous. Yeah, this is a newfound sensation. The Patriots watching uh, championship players leave. He sounds nice. Hasn't been happening at all for 16 straight years. <laughs> all right, that'll be fun. Um, <laughs> all right, calm down, Greg. Uh, happy New Year, by the way, to everyone. The new league year is official as of Wednesday. Yeah, I'm going to party tonight just because. Don't get year. wild? Yeah. Wait, when you party on new league year Eve? Maybe I did. Probably. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I've been partying all day. <laughs> you do seem to have a little bounce in your step. Yeah, I've been. I've had some time off. Are you drunk? That's the <laughs> no. <laughs> She's been luxuriating here. since combine. I have been. It's been great. Um, we have so much to get to. Uh, a lot of news because yes, all the stuff that. And if you are if you fallen behind, you got to listen to Tuesday's show because this is basically a two parter. Because now we're gonna now cover everything else that happened since then. But that kind of laid the framework, and a lot of deals, obviously, all the deals. Became official today, except for the biggest one, Kirk Cousins, which is not even signed or anything yet. There's they as as of this taping, there was a private jet picking him up, and then they're going to go meet. And he's Mark, landed in Minnesota. The last that we that we've heard. You'll and, enjoy this. They said it was reported by Tom Pelissero on our own airwaves uh, that the Vikings always wine and dine at the same steakhouse in Minneapolis, but Cousins has moved away from. Uh, like meat type products is towards the Tom Brady method, uh, which obviously another strike against wow. cousins is a fun guy, but um, <laughs> so they have to, they're scrambling to find another restaurant to take him to scrambling. Deal. <laughs> I don't know if they're scrambling. <laughs> I can't imagine the panic that goes through NFL executives when they can't go to their fi- finest steak. Like houses. yeah, Rick's Rick Spielman in a flop sweat, just like on open. I can't ta- go to my stage. Like open table searching vegan. What's happening here? <laughs> It is a tough town for that. I mean, just think about it, though. And, and no offense, Mark, but great food in Minneapolis. You're closing out one of the, a landmark deal in NFL history, and everyone's like eating, you know, vegetables and you know tea leaves. And but I'd say from the so, NFL executive, so you're not mindset, a vegetarian. <laughs> yeah, it's, it would be ominous from the front office perspective. We have the answer, though. Just send them to TGI Fridays, the one attached mm. to our hotel. Mm. There's only one to go to. Only great things happen there. You got to go to the outskirts of Minneapolis. Right next to uh, our our old hotel, I can't recall the name. Attached to Mall of America, courtyard or something, right? Courtyard, yeah. and, and you'll fly. Anyway, Country Inn and Suites, a lot to <laughs> get to. Right. So, Country Inn and Suites, that's it. Uh, so let's <laughs> let's get to it. Uh, yeah, it's a big old news fest. So let's get to the news, Lindsay Fulton. My mind is good, but yeah. my body is not willing. I can relate to that. Uh, that is the words of Joe Thomas, uh, the left tackle for the Cleveland Browns. Well, he was no more because Joe Thomas announced on Wednesday that he is retiring after 11 fine seasons for the Browns, uh, considered widely uh, one of the best left tackles in NFL history, played over 10,000 consecutive snaps before uh, his career, his season and I guess career ended with a torn triceps injury midway through last season. Uh, but Thomas uh, exits as a six team, a six time first team uh, all pro selection, 10 consecutive pro ball nods. And uh, Mark, you wrote a very nice piece on NFL.com. Uh, a bittersweet uh, career for Joe Thomas, who 
just got stuck on the worst uh, during the worst era in Browns history of maybe any sports team. And it's I, it, I a lot of the things that we write like that you just you're mindlessly whipping out paragraphs after paragraphs, <laughs> sending it in. You never look at it again. I mean, and then someone <laughs> else maybe you know edits a mistake out of it, but. With this piece, I have to say it's, it's usually the- not on our website. But no, no, we Wes, are- Wes is dying laughing <laughs> to this mindlessly. No, because that, and- that's how Mark views his job. No, it's just some of the articles aren't something that you would like, you know, think about ten years later. But with this one, I honestly felt like I started to tear up a little writing it because when it comes to Joe Thomas, and it's easy the position he plays to almost forget about him for weeks in a row because you're focused on the horrific quarterback play in Cleveland and all the stuff and the drama. And I just can't believe... Let's see if we can get you to cry now. No, I'm not going to. I can't believe what... <laughs> Finger wag a little bit there. What this guy the went Kimbe. through. And I, I can't help but look at his career and for all that he accomplished, and he's a certain obvious home run Hall of Famer, that it's on the Browns from start to finish for what he had to deal with. I cannot, I cannot believe that we will ever see an athlete endure the kind of ineptitude from a franchise standpoint and never complain. You never once... I would have been fine five years in for Joe Thomas to throw a massive hissy fit and say, <laughs> get it done, team. I can't do this week after week. And he was a total rock. And anyone who approaches any job and does it like him, it's very much in an old school way. You don't find a lot of people that do anything the way that he did it in Cleveland. And so nothing but total praise for the way he went out, and he did it for health reasons. I do think if he was healthy, he would have stuck it out for another year. But this was telecast for weeks. Well, we they, knew it. When we, you made the sandwich prop, because you have your sparrows with the Browns, that's when I knew Joe Thomas was done. Even though I took you up on the sandwich prop, you said that you thought he would retire. It must have been known in this building that that was going to happen, and then one of the sparrows. I really did just not. acknowledge I it now. I promise I did not. But what I think, I think was <laughs> when you started to see when free agency got cooking you know, days ago, that they were seeking out and signing tackles, and they were hot on the tail of Nate Solder. And I was like, oh, Nate Solder could play right tackle for a year. No, no, no. They knew, and they rolled out their whole PR thing today. I think Thomas told them with time to go chase some people down. The fact that he had such a great attitude through all of this, like you mentioned, I mean, he's in there having these Halloween parties and pulling off like the practical jokes on everyone in the locker room. And it was, I mean, he had one winning season during his entire time there. I mean, 48. His, his rookie season. 48. Yeah. Never got any better. 128. Obviously never a playoff berth in that time. It's crazy. I, I mean, to be able to car- compartmentalize that and just continue to do your job. 20 is quarterbacks. In 11 it's, years. It's, it's unbelievable. He was the blindside protector. And it's it speaks to the ineptitude of Cleveland that you had one of the best left tackles of all time, a rock on the team every single year for a decade, and you wasted his career. I mean, his career wasn't a waste, but you wasted what was something teams, If you, unless you, you talk quarterbacks, you talk left tackles. Those are the, the primo draft picks a lot of years, and they had the very best, and they could never do anything with it. Shows It's another reminder what a team sport it is. I mean, I, I read some joker saying, oh, why pay Indomitian Sue? He's 0-3 in his playoff games. It's like, this. <laughs> shut, what? shut up. That's what we need. Shut up. Man. He is one player. He's a very good player. Joe Thomas is an even better yeah, Who first ballot idiot? Hall of Famer. <laughs> Get him. <laughs> Who was this actual idiot? I think it was a former uh, NFL.com employee and a former general manager. That'll be my tease. But that, that's totally off, off topic. I, I really. <laughs> Mark loves that, too. I, I, I didn't say a word. I 
read or some of the quotes from Joe Thomas's podcast, uh, which Lindsay, I believe, cut that. That was the Tomahawk podcast. And some of the quotes from that of what he's gone through physically to just get on to the field and how tough last, last season was. And he expects to have a knee replacement. He couldn't tie his shoes for three to five months. And it was just so tough to even get onto the field. And he was actually pleasantly surprised he was able to even play seven games last year. You hear all of this and you you realize what so many of these guys go through to get on the field. And you're happy for him in this case that, that he can step away because it just sounds like that that's too much to go through. Don't you think from a... He obviously, I think his, his foray into media, which has gone very well, probably contributed to this or made this easier to transition out. I think his perspective will make him someone that people could gravitate because, A, he explains the game very well, but what he's seen and what he lived through is so different than every pregame show, which is a bunch of Super Bowl MVPs and coaches slapping each other on the back and shouting at the television camera. He's come. He's seen something totally different yeah, in his career. Michael Irvin taking. No, I mean that's it's every pregame show from the time you're yeah. age ten on. And wow. I agree, offensive linemen especially, I feel like have a lot to say, and you don't really hear How about that a, a sleeper lot. Monday Night Football uh, uh, color man. That's still an open job Thursday night as well. Anything less? I would just build on. That's like overrated. Move on. <laughs> Greg, I thought he was about to say something. On Greg's point, I always think that. Football players are different than us because of the talent and the athleticism and the size and the speed. But I always think the ability to to master pain is at the top of the list of what separates football players from the rest of us. Think about, too, yeah. Last note on this, that what Wes is saying, the Browns, and I know it's been hope season before the Browns, but it feels like they're finally possibly turning a corner. There's a lot to be excited about. For him to step away now, you know his body must be. Barking. You know they'll go twelve and four. Although people he, say that they, yeah, they won four, five, seven games for most of his career. They are coming off, you know, three years. Seven where they games. Won. How many times did they win seven games? In his one, career? two times. They won seven once. They won ten <laughs> one time. Seven right? and ten, and yeah. they would have made the playoffs to ten win season, except the Colts sat their starters. I think this is didn't happen be, too much. God, this it, is going to be the Ewing theory. It does make you them just watch? <laughs> does make them worse? They signed Chris Hubbard to a massive contract. Giving him what eighteen million dollars guaranteed? Who was essentially a swing guy? They're going to be forty million over the cap two months from now. Got a cowboy in the general manager's office, more than even Costner in uh, draft day. Mark, a film you quite liked, as I recall. All right. Uh, Moving on. (laughs) uh, Happy trails, Joe Thomas. Uh, The Cardinals say goodbye to the Honey Badger. Tyron Matthew uh, was cut after he, you know, Greg Rosenthal broke this, as you know uh, that. Honey Badger did not want was asked to take a pay cut last week. Apparently he said, no, I'm not taking a pay cut, which sure. Why should he? So the Cardinals let him go. And, and now he enters the market. Wes on your uh, the scientist top 101. I think he slots in in the top five. And you imagine it's going to be a very healthy market for a still 25 year old uh, safety cornerback. 25 years old. It's crazy to see. A guy that young, and then on Twitter, there are players tweeting about how they grew up watching him. He's oh, been in the God. league five years, and he's only 25 years old. Mm-hmm. He can play. Buda Baker, I believe, was was the guy who said yeah. that, who's basically replacing him. Yeah, He can play every position in the defensive backfield. He led the NFL in snaps last year. His play improved greatly down the stretch last year. I, I think he's a top five free agent right now. I mean, when he's right, he's phenomenal when he's healthy, and, and we saw that, yeah, down the stretch last year, but... 
he talked about how the team wanted him to take that pay cut and how there were other ways of restructuring his deal and other ways that they could keep him there. And obviously they just didn't want to do that. We know that Steve Wilkes has kind of a different philosophy when it comes to DBs and it doesn't involve spending a lot of money on them. And the Giants have his former defensive coordinator, James Betcher, so, and they certainly have a need at safety. So that makes some sense. His when I be sug- quite a safety group if the Giants were able to Right. Yeah. When I suggested yes. to him that, you know, you might get more in free agency than you would have gotten from the Cardinals anyways. He, he said that's what my agent thinks. So they're, they're pretty confident that, that they're going to get paid. Wes's boy, John McClain from the Houston Chronicle, has reported that the Texans are seriously interested as well. And that was one of the teams on your, uh, on your list, Wes. Uh, an article I stole from you, by the way. Well, we flip-flopped articles. Interesting little inside shop talk. Well, the Joe Thomas thing came down, and I was, I was, mm. I was, I was maybe mm. grumbling a little bit about this landing spots <laughs> honey badger thing, and so Ely the trade tsunami uh, also hit it. It's a trade the tsunami on our on our on our direct message um, client. It did this again when Honey Badger got cut. It didn't make me think about, it, and I'm writing about it this week for NFL.com. June 2016, when I was at that All or Nothing premiere in downtown LA, the room. That room, I got had this access, private access as an NFL media member, uh, where they had an open bar, and it was just the team and the owner and the GM, Kimebaum. And you had Carson Palmer in his own area at the end of the bar, just pulling on a Bud Heavy with the room, <laughs> the room coming to him. You had Bruce Arians belly up at the bar, just getting getting his money's worth. Uh, you had Honey Badger, who was kind of like a rock star. You just could see, like, he kind of jumped out. His teammates love him. Like, his te- you can tell his teammates love you him. You had Calais Campbell, who was the biggest dude in the room, but he had the biggest smile, and he was giving big handshakes to everyone. You had Larry Fitzgerald's group, and he had Malcolm Floyd there, and he had John Brown. They were on the rise as a wide receiver group, and they're all gone. Yeah. And, and it just, to me, it just jumps out at you how quickly the window closes in the NFL. And uh, it, it's if you're a Cardinals fan, this is a very difficult time to be a Cardinals Ashes fan. Ashes are left. My Fitz, goodness. Fitzgerald has seen about three different errors now. He's the one guy of all those players and coaches you just mentioned that's still there. Uh, the Cardinals, though, speaking of uh, quarterbacks, Carson Palmer's gone. But Mike Glennon is in the building. So he, uh, he signs on to be Sam Bradford's backup. And Wes, as we know, Sam Bradford has a degenerative knee. Uh, he has made more uh, per year annually than any quarterback in the league since coming in, into the league, Bradford. But you kind of have to bet on him missing time. That means we're going to see a lot of Mike Lennon throwing to Larry Fitzgerald in his <laughs> final year, potentially. Not a great thought. Well, I haven't complimented Mike Lennon much on this podcast over the years, but you could do worse for a backup than him. And Larry Fitzgerald has experience catching passes from John Navarre and John Skelton. He'll That's happily true. take Mike Lennon. <laughs> and he's had 110 catches with the, the likes of those quarterbacks. Here's the thing, and I know you, had a, you were going to mention this, is that they signed Andre Smith at, at tackle, and their tackles are a nightmare. Maybe they're going to cut Jared Valdir. Maybe they're not. And it's like Sam Bradford and Mike Lennon behind one of the worst pass-protecting lines in the league. That doesn't sound like it a just, good recipe. It Long feels season. like it was like plan D on on all of the things that they could have wanted to happen. Clunk E. So the Cardinals are <laughs> in a place right now. The Tennessee Titans making money moves. Malcolm Butler. Some you know, this shows we don't know anything. <laughs> Nobody knows anything. All this talk about Malcolm Butler. I thought only Colleen's allowed to I make per- money moves I or say that. that. Oh, excuse me. I, I got you. Copyright, uh, Connie Fox. <laughs> um, all this talk that Malcolm Butler's market was quiet and he might have to accept a prove-it deal. 
Well, not so much because Butler ends up signing a five-year deal worth more than $61 million with $30 million in guarantees, Rap Sheet reported uh, this on Tuesday. So Butler uh, joins new head coach Mike Vrabel. Uh, and uh, also for another former Patriot, uh, Logan Ryan, in that backfield. That's a lot of money, uh, Wes. They also then go out and sign Deion Lewis away uh, from the Patriots, a four-year deal, rap sheet, uh, reported worth $20 million, $3 million in incentives. Uh, your thoughts on these deals as the Tennessee Titans a- attempt to become New England or Patriots? No, Patriots South is already the Texans, right? Mm. So this would be like Patriots. Southeast. Southeast. Mid-South. Yeah. Yeah. Mid-South region. <laughs> Patriots mid-South. Got a nice ring to it. Rolls off the tongue. Patriots <laughs> SEC. Yeah. Your thoughts on these moves? I'll tell you what. The Patriots get you paid. They really do. You're they, right. They, these are Malcolm Butler's getting $30 million guaranteed. Deion Lewis got $20 million from the Titans. We'll get to Nate Solder Nate in a minute. Solder will get to. They helped get they Mike Rabel paid. They got Logan real. Ryan paid last year. They get Amendola more than he got paid in the last three years. Uh, Malcolm Butler, I think this is a great deal. They have now three cornerbacks who can play man-to-man coverage, pushes Logan Ryan into a slot where he belongs. Uh, that's a good deal. Deion Lewis, perfect compliment for Derrick Henry, who you don't want you know, out in space trying to make people miss. You don't want him being that uh, mismatch in the passing game. You want Deion Lewis doing all that. So I, I like those two moves. This is one of the real setbacks or the things that, that truly does make it tougher when you have as much success as the Patriots is you just have other teams out there who are all trying to take your old players. I mean, Bob Quinn and Matt Patricia are going to look at the similar types of players as the Patriots, and you've now got another one in Vrabel, and you've got another one in Houston, and they're going to spend money on your players. With that said, I don't know if I don't know if Malcolm Butler was ever coming back anyways, and I, I love Malcolm Butler, and I love the comments that he had to the Boston Herald on – Wednesday, where he's all class, and they asked him about the Super Bowl benching. I don't need to read it all here, but he went through point by point what he thought happened and kind of all makes sense. And he said he had no hard feelings. Like Belichick's made a lot more right decisions than wrong, and this one just didn't work out, and we move on. I feel like if you're Matt LaFleur, the Titans' new offensive coordinator, you have a number of challenges. You got to try to sort of unlock an offense that was really hard to watch for portions of last season. And Deion Lewis is a challenge too, because I mean, this it's a very nice compliment to Henry, as you say, but I really feel like Lewis and any of these running backs in New England, they're maximized. And the way they use them from week to week, you don't know which one's going to get the big load, like who's going to take, who's going to have the biggest, you know, opportunity. Load. No, just the chance to, to make, you know, to make ground, whatever. Sure. It's kind but of a then fantasy nightmare, Mark. It's, yep. It's only, t- it's only two guys in Tennessee <laughs> right now. So, uh, and Josh Klein, the Titans keep another former Patriot, by the way, uh, keep the guard in-house a four-year, $26 million deal. He's uh, started 32 of 34 games, including the playoffs. They should be more fun to watch next year, the Titans. They're another team I'm like, I mean, like the Bears be. that I'm That's more excited secondary. to watch. It looks good now. And when you have Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins in your division, that should help a and lot. That la- Last thing on Butler, I saw someone say that that's followed the team a long time. They didn't think anyone played any harder from snap to snap in the last 20 years watching the Patriots than Teddy Bruschi and Malcolm Butler. A perfect guy. That's why that's the guy you want to have. A perfect guy to sit in a Super Bowl that you lost (laughs) by less than a, you know. (laughs) Uh, Yes, and as we alluded to, one more big defection from the Patriots. It is Nate Solder, the left tackle for uh, the past seven years, I believe, uh, has uh, protected, or six, whatever, uh, has protected Tom Brady's blindside uh, and now he's gone because the Giants say, 
We don't care if you've never been to the Pro Bowl or don't have an all-pro bid or anything like that. You have that Patriots glow to you, so we're going to give you a four-year contract worth $62 million with almost $35 million in guarantees, which cost the old Zeuser a sandwich, by the way. Um, that's massive money. He's the highest-paid offensive lineman in the NFL. Uh, oh, my goodness, Greg. Uh Giants, a major need. Eric Flowers was a huge bust for that team, and he got an old quarterback, so I get it. Uh, but do you think he's uh, anywhere wor- uh, close to that value? It's worth that money. The- uh, talk. <laughs> <laughs> these these free agent deals are always hard to say, to answer that question, because the Giants are unbelievably, they're better. There's no question that they're better at a really important position they needed to improve, but I don't think long-term that you end up winning by buying high like that on a good, not great player like Solder. Solder is a very good player. He's still just 30 years old, so he should have good years left, but he's had injury issues. He's known as a a really great locker room guy and respected. So, like, you're happy to see a guy like that make a lot of money, but I don't think long-term that's how you win. The offensive line has been a disaster for years and years. They finally addressed it. It's an upgrade. And look at the market for especially offensive tackles right now. He's the only one. And then you look at the draft. I mean, you had to pay him. It's like, I mean, we know there's offensive line issues in terms of depth on the free agent market in the draft. It's probably going to get worse and worse. And if you're the Giants... You don't have any other choice but to chase these guys. But you, he, now he's he's making more than Andy Dalton and Alex Smith, and I do think you end up paying for these things eventually when you can't draft and develop. And hopefully, I'm sure the Giants are looking to draft a tackle and develop a, a left tackle. And I know you're not worried, Greg, because you're never worried about the Patriots, and I understand that. Uh, but uh, Nate Solder, Danny Amendola, Deion Lewis, uh, and who else? There's one more big defection. Bill Belichick, he'll be quitting. Did you say in about Malcolm, a month. Butler? Malcolm, Malcolm Butler? Malcolm Butler, obviously. Yeah. All gone. It's the Patriots model is that you use the draft and smart signings to retool. But as the AFC seems to be bulking up a little bit, should a Patriots fan be a little bit nervous? They have these periods, and I think the last two years just naturally it's happened quite a bit. But as a Patriots fan, you just think back to how this you have exact comparisons for this happening again. When Matt Light left, that was a bigger hole to fill. They filled it immediately with Solder. They've had a billion great third down backs like Deion Lewis. They've you know, cycled in great cornerbacks and some bad ones. They got rid of you know, Ty Law, Lawyer Malloy. They always have an answer for it. Like They lose Adam Vinatieri. They draft Steven Goskowski that year. Translation, so Greg them. is not worried at all. At all. <laughs> Which one of the Bills, Dolphins, and Jets should Patriots fans be worried that's, about? That's the other it's thing. not about the division with the Patriots, though. It's it's the Super Bowl doctrine. Anything less than a championship is failure. So it's gonna be easy to get there when you win the when you the, win the division. It's a lot. It's a lot of players, but Butler to me was the one real difference maker out of those. And even even he you know is coming off of a tough year. It's amazing to watch perception shift on these free agents. It was just a year ago about this time when people were talking about Solder right being a liability after giving up eleven hurries in the Super Bowl. Uh, the Patriots did bring back Rex Burkhead uh, on a three year. That's deal. what I'm saying. Uh, so he will stay in there. With, you got James White still there. Um, Brandon Bolden. Brandon Bolden. So it's not like Mikey they are G. completely uh, empty in that. Bring department. back Legarrette Blood. Why not? He's a funny. Well, guy. they are kind of missing that kind of running back if they want to. If they want that in their offense. One other move by the New York Giants. Uh, Jonathan Stewart uh, signed uh, with the team. He's about to turn 31 next week. The deal's worth two years, up to 8.4 million, almost three million guaranteed. I don't know about this right. one, Mark. Wait, when you're killing me about not loving every article? This okay. might be bad. 
This might be bad. That's the this might be bad alarm. It's not that this much money, though. If, if you look at it, it's 1.5 guaranteed per season. Just right? seems like unnecessary. I, I, I wouldn't he, worry gonna, about him too much. Is he the they, answer? No, they the could, they could the draft. But they could draft Barkley. Dave, yeah, I mean, at number two, they could definitely get Saquon still. And Dave Gettleman and Mike Shula, they obviously, I guess, know something maybe that we don't. I right. Mean, they, they know him better than anybody else. Right. Like, hey, Giants fans, we're we're putting the old Panthers offense, but just take <laughs> out Cam Newton and bring in Eli Manning. Greg hitting out against the Giants. <laughs> it's $3 million. Must be Wednesday. $3 million more in guarantees than I expected Jonathan Stewart to <laughs> it's, uh, Well, do you think that's a Gettleman scenario where it's it's overly generous yes. to a yes. past guy? I mean, yep. why you can't be doing that. And by the way, that drop is up for grabs for anyone for the rest of the show if there's a deal that you don't like. You oh. just let Lindsay know. And what are we, are we uh, you know, on like back channels, we like text her and tell her we no, want just, it to come up? Just, Lindsay, just when you... What's the code say, word? What's you, the just, you, you go like this. Yeah. You, you okay. clap your hands over your head. Well, like a goal? A oh, you did the safety call. <laughs> Okay. Or you could just say it might be bad. Well, no, okay. I, but I like the idea of a safety move now. That just seems okay. fun in general. That. <laughs> okay. There we go. I feel like Jeff Tripp. Because like, the listeners can totally see Yeah, it. it's not right. really a visual medium, but it'll be fun <laughs> just for us. No totally. doubt. No doubt. I have, uh, I have this kid's book where it actually shows you how to make the different signal calls as an official. I don't know why I think my mom... You got mom, that for yourself? I, I think my mom found it at some free library giveaway and gave it to my three-year-old son. And so now I'm really on top of how to do safety and all the <laughs> all different right. things. Good. Let, let's now talk about the moves being made by my New York Jets. We'll start at the quarterback position. Uh, Josh McCown, as we talked about yesterday, signed a one-year deal worth $10 million. Uh, they also brought in Teddy Bridgewater, uh, who signs a one-year deal. We don't know what the guaranteed money is on this one, but it's up to uh, 15. Uh, I, d- I doubt he'll ever see anything close to that amount, but who knows? Uh, so the Jets have now two quarterbacks in the building. It almost certainly spells the end for Bryce Petty and probably Christian Hackenberg because you think, Wes, that they'll probably get a quarterback in the draft as well. Your thoughts on the Jets uh, remodeling in their QB room? No, uh, well, it's nothing that would get anyone excited, but... Anything that spells the end for Hackenberg and Petty right. is good news, and it means Jets fans don't have to be scared to death every November and December that these guys might actually see the field. And you know, Mark, you, you get there are certain tropes on Twitter you'll get in your mentions of people just making fun of your team endlessly. <laughs> Hackenberg for about two years oh, straight now. That couldn't have been fun. like anytime I tweet about a quarterback. Why don't you just put Hacken? <laughs> oh, don't forget about Hackenberg. I didn't draft the bastard. Right. Well, no, you by vicarious. You That's get a, nice you get attached to, to these. He seems like a nice guy. He's not think, a, well, he may have a father and a mother. We don't know that. Do you think Chris Law is probably. still tracking Definitely all the doubters? Uh, yeah, I haven't heard much on the Chris Law, <laughs> the former Rich Eisen producer, tracking with a list. I believe of people that were doubting Christian Hackenberg. I think that this was a love a, you, Chris. A, a tough. A tough spot for Teddy Bridgewater. I did a winners and losers from the first day, and unfortunately, I think Teddy Bridgewater is a, a big loser in this process. The Vikings Ouch. didn't want him. He's a backup to Josh McCown. We haven't seen the details. I don't know if there's going to be guaranteed money, but he could be the number three quarterback behind Josh McCown and a rookie. That's a lot to deal with. An, an offensive coordinator, the new one, Jeremy Bates, is going to have a lot to deal with. And, and Teddy Bridgewater, if they draft the rookies, just kind of going to be an afterthought. That's a tough place what? to rebuild his value or get on the field. The only flip side is that Josh McCown, I think, is a great person to bring in for any team when you have a young quarterback. So I like the, I like resigning him, but he's not durable necessarily. So let's say Bridgewater gets eight starts and he plays well. He is on a one-year deal. It could be the kind of thing where he markets himself for a nice. Now a year from now, we're glowing over the deal he got How do you know during that this is drunken me- week. I think, you know, can see like, nothing straight. I think he just didn't have options though. In or terms great of great options this time around. 
If you're talking about durability, though, we have no idea how Teddy Bridgewater's knee is going to hold up through Still any of this. Know. The last time he started a game was 2015 when the Vikings yeah. were playing the Seahawks. I mean, you you have Josh McCown back in there who is familiar with the guys and, and the offense there, and he did a really good job holding everything together and keeping them competitive last year. Teddy, you don't know what you're going to get. It's a total wild card. I think it gives the Jets some options, too. They, they won't be in my opinion, as desperate on draft day because it's mm-hmm. going to, as we talked about on Tuesday, it's going to be crazy at the top of that board with the Bills involved now heavily. Uh, now you have two guys in-house, and you could choose, if you want, maybe to wait it out and see if a guy falls to you at six. And if you do decide either to tra- trade up to get a QB or one falls to you at six, you could draft him. And then as we've has been, I didn't come up with this, but a lot of people are using the Eagles of 2016 as an example. You could dangle a Teddy B or a Josh McCown uh, if someone gets hurt and during training camp. It's not a terrible thing to have uh, depth at the quarterback position. The Seahawks did a similar thing when your boy Matt Flynn was signed and they drafted Russell Wilson. I can't wait for the Jets dangle Teddy headlines. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Jets also signed Trumaine Johnson, the number one cornerback on the market, to a massive deal. Uh, gets $15 million annually. It's a lot of money, but he's a 20-year-old cornerback, big uh, man-cover type guy that fits in t- perfectly with Bowles' uh, his scheme, so I'm happy about that. And with those two young safeties and now Tremaine Johnson, they're very close to having a real secondary, which they haven't had in Bowles' time. Uh, Avery Williamson also signed to replace Demario Davis. And Isaiah, Cro- Isaiah Crowell, Mark, the former Browns running back, also in New York, so they're spending that money. Wes, is, are the Jets going to be any better this year? Just no. Hit me, hit me with the real. <laughs> got an identity in the secondary there. How about that? Uh, well, let's. They got a connection to to uh, Honey Badger too. Todd Bowles was also his defensive coordinator, so maybe that's that. Not just that. His daughter, uh, fathered, or stepdaughter, oh, fathered Honey Badger's child. That's a real thing that's out there. Fathered Wait. his daughter, fathered a child. His stepdaughter. Who's? Todd Bowles' his? stepdaughter fathered Honey Badger's child. Todd Bowles' stepdaughter is Honey Badger's baby mama. Yes, that's yeah. another way to say it. And their their relations are going well? I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> that could play into it's it. Not, it's it's not, either that's, bad or good. That is a direct or, connection to Todd Bowles, though. It's better than like Kirk Cousins' sister lives in Phoenix. Yeah, it's stronger or than Or Jeremy that. Bates and Kirk Cousins are, had never met, but maybe would be friends. Like those type of connections are less. Yes, they are. And they're also less convoluted, but yes. I think with the Tremaine Johnson uh, signing, you have a little connection there, too, with his former position coach with the Rams. Denard Wilson is the DB coach there with the Jets. And then also the thing that I was thinking about with Isaiah Crowell is all the stuff from last year about him being really frustrated and super vocal about not getting enough carry. Totally mismanaged. This, I'm not saying he's an all-pro or anything, but like totally mismanaged last year. Like all these moves, yeah. don't like the Isaiah Crowell move, especially when we found out that the Jets were all in on Jarek McKinnon. We're going to make him really highly paid. The 49ers swooped in, took him from the Jets, and then the Jets felt the need to just sign another running back like right away, give good money for a guy I don't know, really makes them much better well, at the running Bilal, back position. Bilal Powell and Crowell, to me, don't feel that different. Like, mm. No. Billy Powell's uh, almost 30 years old. Sneaky old Billy Powell. Mm. Jermaine Johnson got $34 million guaranteed. I mean, I do like at least that Todd Bowles has kind of creating an identity with that defense, and that's going to be a very difficult team to What's throw on. What's the identity? Secondary. Tough team to throw on. They are? 
Well, they're hoping to be. Two young safeties, Tremaine Johnson. It's a talented uh, secondary. Okay. To put it more accurately, Todd Bowles is hoping to build an identity. <laughs> that That's the plan. But they are not hard to pass on right now. Well, they're very easy to pass on for the past three years, but maybe it will be increasingly difficult to pass on them with these recent moves. The talented secondary. That's, that's all I'm saying. I mean, yeah, that's the, that's the hope if you're a Jets fan. Moving on, the Buffalo Bills were the only team entering Wednesday that did not have a store, starting quarterback in place. Now they have a guy that's at least a placeholder. A.J. McCarron signs a two-year deal uh, with the team, Greg, I don't have the financials on that. It's not out as we're taping. Okay, it. good, good, good. Uh, so McCarron finds a gig. Colleen, uh, eh, not a great situation for AJ either. We're just talking about Teddy uh, because he thought he was going to have a nice market. He ends up going to a team that very clearly uh, is telegraphing that they are looking for a quarterback of the future uh, next month. Yeah, I mean, the Bills were the last team without a, a quarterback. And, unless I said one, that. Nathan I said Peterman. That. Oh, I I said that. Wasn't They're still the last team without a quarterback. Yeah, now they have A.J. <laughs> McCarron. I mean, I don't know how much there is to say about this because A.J. McCarron, we don't really know a whole lot about him either. No, we don't. I'm curious to see the financial terms just because if it's very low, which I wouldn't be surprised because he was kind of the last guy, they just needed a bridge quarterback. There's, I would almost, re- yeah, I'm fine with AJ McCarron if they're really all in on doing what they're going to do in the draft, and they didn't have to pay much. Like there wasn't, a, they wanted Sam Bradford reportedly. I'm fine with them not going all in on giving Sam Bradford a huge amount of money if it's really all about the rookie quarterback. And don't be surprised if it's August and you're hearing that AJ McCarron is still behind Nathan Peterman on the depth chart. They love well, they loved Peterman last off season. I don't maybe maybe the shine is off after that like one game where he threw twelve interceptions. But McCarron, that, that alone shouldn't do it. McCarron's got to have some good media well, whispers because remember before the draft there was all those whispers. reports of like. Oh, there's a lot of teams that say McCarron's the top quarterback on their board. Absolutely getting taken in the first round, ends up going to the fourth round. Before this whole free fifth. agency thing, fifth round, before this free agency, we heard all this like excitement about McCarron, and then he was kind of like the last last girl at the How band. annoyed are the Let's Bengals see. that they didn't get a second and third round pick from the Browns last Halloween? Give me a break. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, safety. <laughs> this might be bad. <laughs> well, this no. might be wow. bad. <laughs> Sorry, Bills fans. That's just what I'm hearing in this room. It's actually, this might be bad. I, I would argue it's the opposite. AJ McCarron is great news because then you're mo- more motivated to trade up for a quarter. So you're saying this might be good. Yeah, if he's the best you can do, you're going to definitely trade for a real quarterback. And now a word from our sponsor. Oh, yeah. Support for today's show comes from Squarespace. Always. Are you ready? <laughs> can, we, yeah, can we get another sponsor? Is this? I mean, I love the Squarespace people. I couldn't think but. of a better one. Ready to start your own your new business? Make yes. it stand out <clears throat> with Squarespace with beautiful templates created by world-class sewers. Wait, seamstresses? <laughs> Designers. Okay. Great job. Kind of, yes. Squarespace makes it easy. Makes is easy, the copy says. So maybe let's give this another once over before giving it to the old Zeus. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Makes is easy to turn your idea into a new and unique website, showcase your work, blog or publish content, even sell products and services of all kinds in just a few clicks. You can customize everything. From look and feel <laughs> to settings and products. And it's all optimized for mobile right out of the box. Uh, Mark, this is for you. Uh, 
you had the Sashi Brown era, so I know you got into numbers and analytics at the time. Use Squarespace's analytics to help you grow in real time. There's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. Uh, and Wes, you know, I always throw it to you for this. Uh, if you do have a question, Squarespace's award-winning 24-7 customer service support is there to help. You're going to need that when you've got a blog like Sons of the Tundra. You're going to need That's their right. help sometime. Three thirty in the morning. Award winning, award winning call staff. I, I don't know who's what the award is, but they've won some sort of accolade. That would, that would like be the last award show you would want to go to. I've actually been. <laughs> it's like, and the winner is Squarespace in a landslide. I actually have been to Sons of Tundra once, Greg. I have too. Oh yeah. Uh, I was looking. It was something I was writing, and I you have used um, uh, a story before about. Still up. You have mentioned in the past. Um, a quote I quite like, the Vince Lombardi quote about how football is the best sport in the world, but it's one problem is the quarterback is way too important. Mm, yeah. So I did a search of that, and it showed up nowhere else on the internet except for the Sons of Tundra. That's what I'm talking about. Had Which a makes me wonder if it's a real quote from I'm, Vince Lombardi. I'm a little, <laughs> I'm a little disappointed uh, you haven't really said a goodbye. The last post here is your running back rankings from the Christmas of 2010. Adrian Peterson won. Chris Johnson, too, and our very own Maurice Jones-Drew in Tier 2 at number 3. Wow. There's a lot of Chris Johnson heat on that site. That's what I remember. Oh, yeah. Yep. That was, way into it. Yeah. We were, we were ahead of the curve on Wes, Chris Johnson. Wes sort, of we, ma- Wes sort of, yeah, that's a big royal we there. Me and my staff at Sons of the Tundra. <laughs> Not Son of the Tundra, but Sons. Me and Spice Rack. Wes truly made his name, in, in I would say, in the fantasy football community by going all out one year on Chris Johnson, just being like, Chris Johnson's my guy, and then he just went nuts. And then mm. Chris Wesseling was a made man. Then he had a platform, and it was that website. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code around to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com offer code around. Imagine the people that hit the 15 second button waiting for an ad so to end. We're, we're so like going. three we're minutes like deep later. History sons of Tundra talk. And then they think, Oh, we're, we're out. We're out of the ad right back into the ad back to Squarespace ad brought to you by sons of the Tundra. <laughs> <laughs> back to the Browns. Uh, they signed Carlos Hyde to a three-year deal. The former 49ers running back. Uh, the deal is worth more than 15 million with 6 million in year one. Uh, seems like, a lot of money, uh, especially, Mark, if you're going to draft uh, generational running back talent uh, next month. I don't think they're going to. Well, my guess would be that they're not going to draft Bark, Saquon Barkley at number one. Uh, just a guess. But I I feel like they're throwing money around a lot. And, okay, could be fun. Uh, but I, even though I don't need the team to be $90 million under the cap, that's absurd. I just worry about too many of these scenarios where you're overpaying, you know, findable talent, way too much money. And with Carlos Hyde, I mean, you lost Crowell and, you ha- and you're you extending Duke Johnson, or they want to. And I like Carlos Hyde. It's fine. I hope Todd Haley can use running backs better than Hugh Jackson did last year. When they sign Carlos Hyde and then Joe Thomas retires on the same day, it makes me think they go quarterback and offensive tackle early in the draft. I think quarterback number one and then We'll see it for. Well, people are saying that they 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 could still draft Barkley. That's fu- then why would you be paying a running back six million dollars? That that's asinine. They've at least I think decided they're not taking him number one overall. It, 
You know what I mean? And so they can't expect to have him at four. Because right. otherwise, you would just be throwing money away to have a backup running back making $6 million. I remember one year when like people were freaking out because they signed the best free agent available, Ben Tate, who was released. <laughs> oh who was, was released. never the best free agent. No, I mean, in that free agent class, he ben was Tate. like, oh, Ben Tate is ready to step into a starting role. He's perfect for Cleveland. Oh, because he was buried mm. behind Arian Foster and everyone thought he'd be like a right. stud. Yeah. Then they drafted two running backs, oh, one of them guy. Isaiah Crowell, and – he was off the team by like late November for being an a hole. I gotta say, I'm looking at. <laughs> so this. Give, me right. a, give me a break with these free agent. Like you know, this is over excitement about some of these signings. Half of them will wind up being utter terrible nonsense. Uh oh. Right here. <laughs> this might be bad. This might be bad. Hope season is over. Apparently. This might be bad. <laughs> they just I lost their best player. I haven't felt a lot of hope coming from Sessler's desk about the Browns in the last week. It's, you know, show it, to, show it to well, me, show it to me, show it to me on an actual football field and you will start to see, you start to see that enthusiasm it, return. It is really weird though when you're in position to get a guy like Saquon Barkley and and then you you bring in Carlos Hyde even though he's coming off a productive year and and we saw his role kind of change under Kyle Shanahan but still it's like him and Duke Johnson, sure, that's 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 okay, but Saquon Barkley changes their entire offense completely. We'll see how it plays out. The Browns, as we mentioned earlier, also signed tackle Chris Hubbard. Five years, $37.5 million, $18 million in guaranteed money. Oy. Also, Browns signed defensive end Chris Smith, formerly of the Bengals. Three years, $14 million. Uh, Smith is a guy. Not really aware of his work, but I always kind of liked Chris said. Smith this last year. I thought, like, wow, that guy Chris Smith, good. Well, how come you never hear anything about Chris Smith? Well, both now, the here you are. The... Maybe his name. You go, you Google him, name. and there's like literally four billion of them. Yeah. When in I ran in Ohio into, alone, I ran into Dan downstairs in the lab, and we were just good seeing you down. Yeah, we were just saying this does not look like a fourteen million dollar man. No, 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 no. No, last year was the first time he really had a chance to like show his playing ability. Yeah. In fact, when I was going upstairs, I made us grilled cheeses, and I turned around and I said, "But Wes, you know what?" And then you said, "You said yeah." What? Yeah. I said, "Good motor, though." Good motor. Yeah. <laughs> you can make grilled cheese in the lab. Uh, in the kitchen, which is on the oh. top of the steps. Oh, okay, got it. Shoot it. <laughs> top it's of made the with steps. dangerous chemicals. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on, the 49ers. Magnesium grilled cheese. <laughs> As uh, Greg alluded to, Jarek McKinnon, uh, the 49ers sure like to hand out money in this uh, John Lynch era. Uh, signed yeah, a massive do. deal. Uh, a $30 million deal, Jarek McKinnon, uh, over four years, $7.5 million per year. Uh, 14 career starts. He's now the fourth highest paid running back in the NFL. I got to hit it again. I don't want to overdo this, but my God. Come on. crazy. You're paying Jared McKinnon to be one of the highest paid running backs in the league? He's the number. I mean, he's the number two paid running back this year. He's making almost, that's the crazy number. He's making almost 12 in 2018. And that's a lot. And maybe the 49ers and Browns are one of those teams that were so far under the floor that they feel like they just have to spend this cap space. And that could explain some of these deals. Here's the thing with McKinnon. I don't think we're going to look back on this and think it's a disaster because Jarek McKinnon, who's very talented in a Kyle Shanahan system with Jimmy Garoppolo, I think they'll put him in a position to succeed and we'll think he's a good player. And so that's that's better than some of these other 49ers deals like handing Gary Gilliam 
eight million dollars or something <laughs> like Gilliam. that. Gary Gilliam got eight. Million. <laughs> I don't know. Is, so I, I think McKinnon will end up being productive well, for them, even if they paid a lot of money. Guaranteed money, uh, uh, how it plays out over the years. But yes, yeah, the, the floor or whatever is fine now. But what about next year or the year after when they're up against the cap and they gave this guy that's essentially unproven superstar money? Yeah, he's superstar never had money. That is part of the reason, though, they front load it. They put 12 this right, year right. And, and then they're, they're trying to spend yeah. it right Well, now. that makes sense. But 30 million is more than DeMarco Murray, who made three Pro Bowls and led the NFL in rushing one year, will make in his entire career. It's all about timing. And the 49ers have shown last year with Kyle Juszczyk, they have no problem shattering the market on these guys if it gives Kyle Shanahan a chance at mismatches. And I think the key number, 88, Carlos Hyde had 88 targets last year out of the backfield. Only four running backs have more targets, which means McKinnon is going to be plugged into that role. Shanahan is going to use him a, a lot in the past. Right. He's, he's ideal for that, though. He's got a, he's got a plan. Lewis Riddick had a good quote on the ESPN coverage today that was passed around a lot. And it's like, you better have a plan for your free agents. And that's like the most important thing before you sign them. And I have a, I kind of trust Kyle Shanahan for having a plan and making it work. The 49ers also upgraded their offensive line by signing former Giants center slash guard uh, Weston Richburg to a deal. They have Daniel Kilgore at center. Um, so I don't know who's going to play what, but the middle of their line line gets a little bit stronger. So, uh, I bet he got paid. I bet he's one of the yeah. highest paid interior guys in the league. We just Kilmore just got yet. an extension too in February. So there's room for both mm. of them, though. Yeah, apparently. he started 15 games as a guard as a rookie with the Giants. Uh, and Mo Wilkerson finds a home. Um, he signs with the Green Bay Packers, who was the first team he actually met with. Uh, visited a couple places, including New Orleans, where. Manish Mehta said, don't do that with all your issues. And then um, can't get any alcohol anywhere else. No, in New no. Orleans. They don't sell any in Green Bay. And then uh, I like you realize movie. how much people drink in Green Bay. Yeah, a oh lot. There's yeah. a lot. Of, right. There's a lot of it weather. It's dark do. at 3 like p.m. It and it's cold. Um, and then I like Mo Wilkerson's mom called into the Boomer Sison show on WFAN and, and basically said, Manish. I might be lawyering up, baby. So a nice little subplot there. <laughs> anyway, forget about that because <clears throat> Wilkerson is now moving on fresh start. And <clears throat> as you can usually follow uh, follow the coordinators with this, Mike Pettin, now the D.C. for the Packers, Colleen. So Mel- Wilkerson, still tw- just 28, gets a fresh start. Hopefully, uh, I'm not going to be rooting for him, but can resurrect <laughs> his career uh, after a truly dreadful slash not to go full meta here, despicable last two years in New York, uh, maybe could reignite. I like that play. you're honest though yeah. about this, that you're not going to root. He for He stole him. from the Jets. Let's let's not let's not put this guy in and make him a saint. You may get a call yeah. from uh, Miss Wilkerson. I'm not saying he had a drinking problem. I'm not saying anything like that. But he stole money from the Jets over the last two years. So buyer beware. Well, Petten, he was there for uh, Mo's first two years with the Jets, and we know that the Packers, they, I, when I look at their defense, I feel like where they really need help is cornerback and outside linebacker, but Mo Wilkerson, I guess this is an upgrade for him. I like that they actually made a free agent move on defense. We've seen some stuff on the offense, uh, and it's just a one-year deal, so one-year, prove-it deal. Packers fans don't have to complain anymore about you know, we we sit out for the agency, you know. Now we're now they're I think it's spend. a good signing, by the way, especially if, on a one year deal. If you're a Packers fan, you have to hope that the problem was that he was stealing money from the Jets and he was not motivated, not that he just can't make plays anymore after breaking his leg a couple of years ago. Yeah. We will find out. Odds and ends time. 
Odds and ends, odds and ends. Hey, everybody, tell your friends. Odds and ends. Oh, I mean, it's kind it's of pretty good. You didn't hit it, though. You didn't I didn't. hit the end. Because I kept, <laughs> yeah. I, I was like, it made me nervous. It yeah, kind of gives me anxiety. Right. I don't know when it's going to end every You're getting time. Close, Does the anxiety channel at all from the fact that every time you do this raw production on the fly, <laughs> you're heavily critiqued by the room? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Just wondering. All right, let's do it. Odds and ends. The Vikings have a backup quarterback for Kirk Cousins, and it is Trevor Simeon, uh, traded by the Broncos, who I guess, Greg, they're going to see if Paxton Lynch can uh, still hunt. I don't think Lynch can hunt, and I, the tsunami continues, and I love this move for the Vikings. Cheap backup quarterback. Uh, the Panthers are bringing back Julius Peppers, who's been around forever, 18 years, I think. Uh, uh, and uh, he's still productive. Colleen still makes plays, and he is a native son. Yeah, 11 sacks last year with him and Mario Addison. I think the pass rush is good. They just need a replacement for Charles Johnson. The Hit Ra- it. I got that one. Nailed hey. it. Uh, the Ravens paid out huge money to both Ryan Grant and John Brown, former of the Cardinals. Greg, you're shaking your head. Wes, somebody's I, up. I love the John Brown signing. He's, he's, a, he's a great guy to take a chance on, especially for a Ravens who've needed that speed in their offense. Ryan Grant surprises me. I mean, I, I get that he has good hands. He might be a good route runner. But what have you seen on film that said, let's go pay? That was one of the most surprising deals in free agency. Ozzie Newsom has struggled at that position, and he will one more time, I think. Uh, the Eagles are keeping Nigel Bradham around a five-year, $40 million deal. Uh, Howie Roseman feeling himself, Mark, and he says, keep Nigel in the house. Well, they've, they, you know, they're, they're adding players. I feel like their defense is going to be one of the more exciting teams to watch next year, and I'm glad they keep, keep some of these guys around. He called the shots when Jordan Hicks went down in October. He's a leader, too. The Lions release Eric Ebron. Mark, it feels like just yesterday we were interviewing him at the draft. Uh, and Lions fans, West never uh, let Ebron forget that they took him at 10 with Odell Beckham and a couple other Pro Bowlers right behind him in that draft. Well said. I feel like he's been he's been booed as much as any player from that draft class just because of the Odell Beckham. Aaron Donald too. He's he's gained two thousand yards. He's not even twenty five years old. Not a not a bad guy to check out. They lost crazy. Daniel Fells too. They have nothing at tight end keep, right now. Keep an eye on the Jets there with Ebron. I can see that. Patrick Robinson rejoining the Saints on a four year deal. Greg Rosenthal. I like Patrick Robinson, but this is how you lose as a franchise. You buy high on a guy that you couldn't figure out how to use five years ago. <laughs> that was also buying high on Demario Davis. Right, exactly. They, it's it's an annual tradition like a like a Mardi Gras parade to overpay whatever mid-level linebacker is available in free agency. Sean, it never works for I saw team. Sean Payton the night that I got stuck in that extra hotel at the uh, Combine. Yes. And very late at night, I told him, your team is winning the Super Bowl next year. <laughs> How'd that go? Really? What was like, response? Thanks, buddy. <laughs> I love he didn't. Talk. He didn't take it as clean information. It just. All right, man. Thank you. Your GM talks are the best. Demary Davis did lead the league in tackles and had five sacks last year. Great season. Can he repeat it? Uh, also, guess what? Tom Savage is back uh, or still in the league. Good for him. He signs as a backup with uh, the New Orleans Saints. Tom Savage is real. Anybody got anything to say about Tommy? I don't care. The Seahawks. That, that's got to be the biggest height imbalance between starting quarterback and backup quarterback. How By the that? way, let's see if he Talent makes the season. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Mm, Brock Osweiler 
Well, who cares? Uh, <laughs> yeah. The Seahawks signed Barkevius Mingo uh, to a deal. Uh, two years, $6.8 million. Not a huge deal, Mark Sessler. But, hey, Barkevius still getting paid for a guy that was still, supposed to be a for, uh, draft bust. Still getting L. paid. Still thriving off of one of the worst first-round draft classes of our entire lifetime. They also tendered Deion Jordan at the first-round level, hmm. which shows you how Ooh. much they love failed pass rushers. Uh, Colleen, the See Dolphins officially cut Ndamukong Sue, so he's on the market. He's number three, I believe, or number one on your top one. He's number one three, point. but the, he's the top guy who's not accounted for. Cowboy Seahawks reportedly interested. You like that, Connie? You yeah, I mean, fit one of those he's teams? still productive. He's really durable. He only missed two games, I think, in his eight-year career. No significant injuries. He just didn't live up to that massive contract that Miami well, gave him. Jane Slater, by the way, kind of rained on that Cowboys interest uh, my, said it's not at the moment my favorite report of the day was from one of the ESPN insiders who said Sue does not care about fit or where the team is he just wants the most money and he said exactly <laughs> that last time he hit the market he's not taking a dime less than most money and Julius Thomas was cut too good work everybody great seg great seg good seg sake. All right. What a couple of days. I mean, what else do you need to know? We have completely filled you in on everything that's happening in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll be back on Friday. Uh, I, I surmise maybe you'll do a little winners and losers of the first week of free agency. That's always fun. Does that that do anything for you? Fresh idea. A little popping in the pants. (laughs) I like it. Yeah. That was unnecessary. That light up your Christmas tree or menorah. (laughs) I've got winners and losers right here. I'm ready. You're ready, Wes. I'm ready. I'm not surprised. Ooh. How exciting. You're been so in the prepared. lab. Well, not usually. I don't have binders or anything. Well, I mean, I went digital, so. Damn. Mm. I know. That's a big loss for the binder crap. <laughs> it is. Uh, Staples. Trees, though. Staples. Win for, uh, yeah. Staples going out of business. It's like <laughs> one, of, one of our box Yeah, one of our big wholesaler, bu- wholesale binder buyers is out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got to close this shop Winner, down. the ecosystem. Milt yep. Romney, Mitt Romney's the only one left. <laughs> so you'll hear from us again on Friday. So thank you to everyone uh, for listening. Uh, Stan Hans is signing off for Quiet Storm, the mailman. Uh, Tiny Box, the old boss, and Lindsay (laughs) Fulton. What are you laughing at? Behind the glass. Till Friday. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA.